At Highland, we're all about celebrating little wins and little ways to innovate digital processes. There's no customer pain point too small for us to help with. Maybe that's why more than half of the Fortune 100 looks to Highland to connect their content and data, improve processes, and turn little efficiencies into big wins for their customers and clients. Highland, intelligent content solutions for innovators everywhere at highland.com. What is up, all you party people? It is Friday, and this is your host, Keith Cork. To break down another Sports Ethos NBA DFS Today podcast for all of you, it's a big one, and it's a good one. Welcome to Tank Season, everybody. Some ridiculous crap is about to happen, and I'm going to just guide you through it. I'm going to take your hand, and I'm going to be like, oh, it's so safe and warm. And I'm just going to guide you through all of that mess uh, because that's what we do here at Sports Ethos. That's what that's what we're known for. Uh, we have a ten game ten games on Saturday. We have a single game showdown followed by a nine game main slate. And I'm going to break it all down for you, baby. Let's get to it. Uh, I've got the New York Knicks and the Los Angeles Clippers. That's our single game showdown. Can't say I'm like in love with this game uh, for a single game showdown. But here's the the interesting thing about this game is that you can fit in all of the top plays easily very easily and you should i mean i think everybody will maybe it's a maybe that's a pivot if you don't have the top plays seems a little bit ridiculous to me though if you're asking me honestly um i think you're gonna have to want to you're gonna have to want you're gonna want to have all of those main guys paul george Kawhi leonard julius randall there's no Jalen Brunson, obviously. Uh, he is injured with a foot injury. And also Norm Powell and the Clippers is injured with a foot injury, but who cares? Or a shoulder injury. Who cares? Who cares? Uh, but, you know, Kawhi Leonard, uh, Julius Randle, and Paul George, you can have them all. You should have them all. Don't see why not. I have opted for Kawhi Leonard as my, as my captain. Um, reason being... I don't know if it's going to be necessarily I, – I struggle to know. I think the most probably, like, no one's going to have him as their captain guy. Uh, the biggest pivot here or, like, thing to make you, you know, a unique lineup is Paul George. But for me, I mean, you know, we've seen the, the, the Knicks before. They just refuse to double team, give up big games. If Kawhi Leonard's got it going on, they're not going to adjust their defense for him. It's, not, it's just not going to happen. They're going to let him do what he does. So that's my reasoning there. I think Julius Randle's probably my, my second favorite, my close favorite. I think a lot of people are going to have Julius Randle. I think I'm making myself a little bit unique there by having Kawhi Leonard as my, as my captain. But you can have all three of them. You should. Any of those guys could be a captain, sure. Um, I'm not big on Emmanuel quickly in this game. I end up with him in my lineup. I just don't, you know, it's, I think he's going to have such high ownership and he could throw up a dud. It's not necessarily a great matchup for him, but there you go. Uh, but I do like Eric Gordon at 4,800 getting minutes. Um, they're a little bit depleted there. 
I don't know if I'd say depleted, but he's getting enough minutes that it, it, it's fine at 4,800. Quentin Grimes at 4,400 is the pivot off of Emmanuel Quigley, so I do like him a lot. I actually didn't end up with him in my lineup here just because I had so much money to spend. I just couldn't figure out where to spend it. That's a problem you're going to run across in this game. You just don't, you're going to have too much money. Where do you spend it? No Jalen Brunson. That's a big problem here. Uh, last guy I had here is Bones Highland at 1,400. So Quentin Grimes, 4,400. Bones Highland, 1,400. I think both of those guys uh, are just underpriced. And Bones isn't going to knock your socks off. He's not going to have a huge game. But uh, when I'm looking at all those guys in the lower tier there, you've got two teams that really just kind of, I mean, they play their, their rotations, and that's it. Like if I take Bones Highland out, who, who can I afford? I can afford Terrence Mann. Great. Why would I want to? I can afford Nicholas Batum. Or Dwayne Washington Jr. Like, uh, these guys aren't going to get minutes. Uh, there's no guarantee they get minutes. There's a guarantee that Bones Highland gets minutes. You know, close to 20. So I think you know, I'm leaving 2,800 on the table right now. I think it's going to be the biggest challenge with this, this single game slate. It's just, you know, you're going to have to leave money on the table. And you just kind of have to be comfortable with that. Don't be afraid to do that. So that's my big, big piece of advice there. All right, moving on to the nine-game main slate. There is a lot of injury news. This is vastly different from the last slate where we had almost no injury news. I would say I didn't do so hot on that slate, so hopefully this one's a little bit different. I feel good about the slate. I've got a lot of guys here that I'm interested in and a lot of uh, just interesting takes, I think. So bear with me, guys. We're going to have a fantastic Friday night. We're going to go into Saturday just Riding high, winning DFS. Uh, okay, injury news. We have Giannis questionable with a hand injury. That's a huge one, obviously. We have Luca already ruled out with that thigh injury. Big bummer for him. Uh, Kyrie Irving questionable with a question mark. Is it, is it a personal issue? Is it a, a foot issue? I'm, I'm a little unclear based on the blurbs that are out there, uh, but he's questionable for whatever reason. Uh, Halliburton, Tyrese Halliburton is questionable with a knee injury. That's obviously a huge one as well. Miles Turner also questionable with the Pacers with a back injury. And Benedict Matherin is out with an ankle injury. Uh, some thoughts there. I think, you know, it, it's tank season, man. There's no incentive, really, for the Pacers to win. If they do, they're facing a pretty pretty stark uphill battle for that play-in spot. They're only a half game behind my Bulls. They could jump them. They could end getting up getting that 10th spot. I just... I just don't think there's a lot of value in that for them. Maybe there is. Maybe they want to get Tyrese Halliburton or whoever else, you know, playoff experience, but I just don't I don't think it's important. I think, I, I don't I don't see them really trying to get those guys out there unless they're hundred percent. Uh Kevin Durant obviously out with an ankle injury, gonna be out for a little while. That's really a bummer, especially for one of my fantasy teams. That was really baking on to recoup some of that money I put into fantasy leagues. Brandon Ingram is questionable with a foot injury. I think more towards doubtful there, but we'll see. Uh, Jordan Clarkson, questionable with a finger injury. Also have Colin Sexton still out with a hamstring injury there, so that's an interesting little uh, thing to look at there in the Utah backcourt. Uh, Jaden Ivey, out in health and safety protocols. Big bummer. I'm expecting big things of him coming down the stretch here. Hamadou Diallo, the big guy we would have played here too had he been available, but he's not. Hamadou Diallo is out with an ankle injury, probably not going to suit up again this season, which is also a bummer for him. Alec Burks, 
also of the Pistons, out with a foot injury. They are just depleted in that backcourt, so I've got some thoughts there. Mark Williams, questionable with a thumb injury for the Hornets. And Jonathan Kamiga for the, uh, who the who? The Warriors is going to be out with an ankle injury. And guys, there's going to be more injury news popping down the way. If you don't have the DFS pass, I don't know what to tell you anymore. You should just go get it. Stop listening to me. No, no, continue to listen to me. But you should go get it. Go hang out with us. We are there. We are talking to you. We are giving you our thoughts up until tip. You get the DFS delivery from guys that you don't even hear from on this podcast. Yes, there's a bigger team out there. And there are guys that are maybe even smarter than me. And you're missing out. Get the DFS pass. Sportsethos.com. So cheap. $4.99 a month. Why not? Give it a try. If it doesn't work out, cancel it. Who cares? Uh, okay, let's talk about these games here. Um, let's see. What order should I go in? I, I'm gonna go with. I'm, okay, I'm gonna go with this game first because there's a lot of caveats here. So Detroit and Indiana. This is a, a very interesting matchup here. A lot's gonna depend on who's in, and who's out. This is one we're gonna be keeping an eye on up until tip off. So get that DFS pass. I'll be. I'm off tomorrow. I'll be around. I'm going to be filling all of our DFS passers into what I'm doing. And you're not going to have any of it unless you go get it. Anyways, I'm just going to stop guilting you. I mean, I won't. But uh, you should go get that DFS pass. Uh, okay, so some guys I like here, no matter what happens. I like Isaiah Livers at 4,700. I like him for cash games. Not necessarily so much for GPPs. I don't think he has a crazy high ceiling. But for cash games, it's going to be hard to find a guy that's going to have a guaranteed role here uh, with so many people out. Going to have a a nice little increase in his offensive touches. So I think in cash, you can go grab him very easily. Um, for all formats here, Corey, Corey Joseph at 4,600, a little bit cheaper than as he delivers. I think no matter what happens with the Pistons, he's he's good value. But probably my favorite GPP play here, a guy that you know has been given up on by at least one franchise, RJ Hampton at 3,200. Um, you know, a lot of high hopes for this kid and haven't come to fruition. He's on his last legs. I mean, that, that that's kind of my thinking here. That's why he's my GPP play in this game. Not a whole lot more opportunities for RJ Hampton to produce. This is a very big one for him. You've got no Jaden Ivey. You've got no Hamadou Diallo. You've got no Alec Burks. Obviously, no Kate Hillingham. He should get minutes in the you know, low 20s to mid-20s. What's he going to do with them? I guess it's an Indiana Pacers team that gives up a lot of points anyways. You're playing for a, you're playing for your NBA life right now. This is silly season, baby. This is where it all matters for guys like R.G. Hampton. So this is a guy I'm looking at heavily. Uh, if there's no Halliburton, I've got interest in, in Jordan Nora at 4,400. I'll say that I have interest in him no matter what. Honestly, I think he's going to be having a decent size uh, offensive role for the Pacers going down the stretch. Again, I don't think they have a lot of incentive to win games. Uh, Chris Duarte, Duarte at 4,100 is another guy I'd be looking at if there's no Halliburton. Uh, my biggest target here if there's no Halliburton is Andrew Nembard, only 4,000. Obviously, we saw around Christmas, a little bit before Christmas, his upside. And what he can do when there's no Halliburton in the lineup, when he's got all that usage, all those minutes. So 
heavily looking there in GPPs. Um, I'm going to throw this guy out there too. It's kind of a dart throw if you need to. Not super sold on it, but uh, O'Shea Brissette at 3,000. This guy just seems to always come through in silly season. Seems to always have big, big games. And he scores and rebounds with a, you know, a pretty good uh, rate. So it is what it is. I think he's very not very low ownership. Uh, if there's no Miles Turner, pretty obvious choices here. Jalen Smith at 3,500 is the less obvious choice. He's the guy that's going to have very low ownership. Don't know if there's a huge ceiling there. I'm, I don't know. I think it might have a lot of lineups in this in this slate because I like a whole lot of plays. But I don't know if I'm going to have a lot of Jalen Smith. I'm going to have a little bit of Jalen Smith, but not a lot. Um, but a guy I'm going to have a whole lot of and going to be a lock for me if there's no Miles Turner, Isaiah Jackson at 3,000. I faded him before in these situations. It's never worked out for me. Yes, he is sometimes a foul machine. Uh, I don't think he's going to be following James Wiseman or uh, Jalen Dern. Maybe he will. You never know, but... He is absolute base, low-level pricing. So it's very, very hard for me to advocate. I, I just can't. So there you go. Uh, let's talk about Utah and Charlotte. I, I like this whole this matchup a whole lot, too. Uh, two teams that really... I mean, I think Utah might be in the mix still. No, I, I mean, I'm pretty sure they fell pretty far out of it, actually. Let me pull up my handy-dandy standings here. Uh, they're just out of the play-in, actually. Only a half game. So a little bit of incentive for them to win, but not much. What's the value of eating ninth and tenth? Hey, Chicago Bulls, listen to me. What's the value of eating ninth and tenth? Uh, anyways, um, yeah, in this Utah Charlotte game, I've got interested in Terry Rozier at eighty three hundred. Um, came through for me last game. They had a pretty big game, and this is another positive matchup for him. He's just gonna keep putting up numbers here. Four hundred squad that doesn't have Lamelo Ball. He's the dude right now. He's that dude. Um, I also have interest in his backcourt mate, Dennis Smith Jr. at 4,700. I think he's going to be slept on a little bit here. Don't think it's necessary to go to him, but I think he's a very nice option there at that price tag. Uh, Nick Richards at 4,000. If there's no Mark Williams because of that injury, yeah, fire him up for sure. Uh, Walker Kessler's not the best matchup. But he should get a whole lot of minutes. I mean, who else is truly going to play at center? He should get 30-plus minutes if there's no Mark Williams. So there you go. Uh, on the Utah side, I do like Taylor Horton Tucker at 6700. This is another really good fat cash play. Um, I like him a little bit in GPPs, too. I think he's going to be fine. His ownership might be down. That price tag's a little bit high there. But, man, he does so much for this Utah Jazz team without Colin Sexton, without Jordan Clarkson. Uh, I think he had, like, Almost 20 shot attempts in the last game, if I recall correctly. And I uh, had a really good game. I think, he, I think he was like 10 of 18 or something like that. I uh, can't count on him to have that good of shooting again, but the assists are there. Uh, I'm going to grow a few boards for you. Hit some, a few threes. So there you go. Pretty safe play. Uh, Chris Dunn at 5,800 is going to be a even more popular play than Taylor Horton Tucker. And let me just say, as a Bulls fan, and as a Chris Dunn fan, because I like this kid a whole lot when he played for the Bulls. He's a very like, hard-nosed, defensive, you know, ball hound, ball hawk type. 
guard. Came through for me at the end of a uh, fancy season last season with the steals and assists. And uh, when he gets minutes, he produces, man. So more power to him. But he's going to be so highly, highly owned. You know me, I play GPPs. I'm probably not going to have any of them, honestly. I'd rather go with Taylor Hart Tucker. I think he's going to have lower ownership because the price takes a little bit more expensive. That's just my thoughts there. But anyways. Uh, but no, Chris Dunn is a good play, especially for cash. Uh, let's talk about Dallas and Memphis. Obviously no Luka, so we've got to have some interest here on the Dallas side. Uh, Kyrie at 9,800 if he plays. Yeah, definitely. Definitely one of my spend-ups I want to have, for sure. Uh, Tim Hardaway Jr. at 5,300. 5, if Kyrie and Luka are both out, he's going to get a bunch of shots. I mean, this is a GPP dream here. A bunch of shots. Now, will, will he make him or won't he make him? Who, who knows? I mean, it's Tim Hardaway Jr., so you never really do know. But he's going to get the usage. A guy I like, no matter if Kyrie plays or not, uh, Josh Green, 3,700. I think he's a very decent play there, below 4,000. And Justin Holiday at 3,200 with Luca and Kyrie are both out. We might get a Josh or a Justin Holiday special, so I think he's worth a dart throw in GPPs, absolutely. On the other side of the ball from Memphis, I do like Xavier, Xavier Tillman at 6,200. A little bit of foul trouble in the last games kept his numbers down a little bit. He still had a very decent game, but didn't play a whole lot of minutes. Didn't play a whole lot of meaningful or you know important minutes there in the middle of the game because of the foul trouble. Didn't stay out of foul trouble. I think this guy's the limit here. I mean, Dallas isn't necessarily good against the center position. No Stephen Adams for the rest of the season, most likely. Real bummer for them. On the Memphis side, I'm also going to throw my guy out there. My guy. My guy, the anti-Draymond, the Draymond killer. Dylan Brooks, 5,100. This is strictly a GPP play. Strictly a, a chucker play. Because he does. He just chucks. I mean, that's just what Dylan Brooks does. And he's had just a crappy game after crappy game. I'm waiting for him to have that explosive game where he chucks and he hits, you know, 60% of his shots. And, man, he's going to have, like, 28 points. It's so I don't want to miss out on that GPPs. I think he's a really good GPP player at that price tag. Uh, Miami and Orlando. I have Oladipo at 4,300. I think this is a back-to-back -back for Miami. And the curious thing for me is that Oladipo only played 22 minutes in that game yesterday. And he's before that, he had back-to-back 32-minute games. So keep it fresh. Maybe Jimmy sits. Maybe somebody else. You know, maybe Tyler Hero sits or something. I I, I don't know. Something's going to happen in Miami. Someone's going to sit. Probably. I won't say probably, but there's a very good. There's a there's a chance somebody sits. And Depot's going to be in my list for sure. Uh, Max Struess at thirty five hundred. If Jimmy Butler sits, this is a smash play. Absolutely. Let's talk about my favorite spend-up on the slate here. And that's going to be in the Celtics and and Hawks game. Don't have a lot of interest in that game in general. But Jason Tatum at 10-6. I don't see anyone on the Hawks team giving him the business. I think he's a safe play. I think he's a good play. 
even if he has bad games, he's pretty good still. One of those borderline MVP race guys. I mean, he's just, he's good. He's very good. He's great. We'll, say, we'll even say he's great. There you go, Celtics fans. He's great. Call me when you guys have a championship, which could happen this year. Anyways. Um, Bulls in Houston. Yeah, you're, you're taking Zach Levine at 8,600. You are taking him. Uh, with the usage he's been getting. Man, I just can't wait for him to burn me here after I just talk up my guy that I've been so critical of this season. But criticisms aside, he's been very, very good the last month or so of the season on offense. I mean, his defense is always suspect, but he's been very good. And his usage has been off the charts. He's been taking a lot of shots, hitting a lot of shots. It's Houston they're playing against. No other player on this site has that kind of bump. Houston's just dreadful. Yeah, I'm taking Zach Levine at 8,600. The Bulls have aspirations to make the play-in. Let me be clear. The Bulls are pushing for the play-in. I think any of their top guys is viable, but for me, it's Zach Levine. That's uh, that's going to be my lock there. So there you go. Um, I'm not even going to mention Caruso. I like Caruso, but uh, you know what? There's so much other value in the site that's just going to do better than them probably. And on the other side of the ball, I mean, there's some mid-range guys in Houston that you can look at, you know, like Atargis and Jaroy uh, Smith Jr., KJ uh, Martin. I mean, you can look at those guys. They're good filler. I'm not super into them, though. Let's talk about OKC. I do like, uh, obviously, or I'm sorry, let's talk about OKC and the Pelicans. I do like CJ McCollum. It's uh, it's all Pelicans I like here. I do like CJ McCollum 7,600 if there's no Brandon Ingram. We don't know that for sure yet. I I'm leaning towards that's going to be the case. Uh, Trey Murphy at 5,400. No Brandon Ingram if he's out. Um, I think you could go Herb Jones. I think they're kind. They're both around the same price tag. This is kind of always the case. They both had very good games the last two, but Trey Jones or Trey Murphy is more of a um, Trey Jones. Let's just combine the two. Play them. Uh, Trey Murphy is more of the offensive-minded guy, and I think that's what they're going to need without Brandon. Absolutely. So I'm going to go Trey Murphy at 5,400. That's my play. All right, a little bit. Uh, another game here where it's a little bit of, like, caveats here. Uh, this is the last game I have on my my little slate here. Quite a few plays for you guys. I mentioned a lot of players. But Golden State Warriors and Milwaukee Bucks, if there's no Giannis, Brooke Lopez at 7,300. I know it's a pretty pity to pay for the guy. But, man, I've been burned so many times by not taking him and just downing him. He's just been incredible. And he was incredible with the Nets for a while. Then he wasn't incredible because he had those back problems. But he's incredible again. He's a very good player, and I've, I've slept on him too long now. Um, you really need to play him if there's no Giannis. He's going to he's gonna go off. A lot of people are going to play Bobby Portis. I mean, that's fine. I think Bobby's actually a little, like, 7,000 or something like that. I'd much rather have Brooke, Brooke Lopez. If he's in the same ballpark. I'm also going to throw out there a guy that, that hit for me in my last one here. Uh, had a pretty good lineup on DK. Grace Nell at 4,700. I think that's a very good play also if there's no Giannis. That's it. That's the only interest I have in that game if there's no Giannis. Um, Sacramento and Phoenix. A couple of Phoenix guys I'm looking at here. Devin Booker at 9,900. He's a solid play. I think I'd still rather spend down a little bit. On like a Zach Levine. 
but uh, I do think Booker's still a solid play there, just under ten thousand. Uh, Josh Okogie, fifty-two hundred. No, Kevin Durant should step into that same similar role that he had before, where he had some big games, and it's the Sacramento Kings. It's a good bump for him, so I do like him as well. All right, Thrive. If you don't have Thrive Fantasy, go to thrivefantasy.com, sign up. We're waiting for you to thrive with us. Enter promo code Ethos to get your first deposit match up to two hundred fifty bucks, and you're gonna win some money. I've got three plays for you guys. I've got Walker Kessler over 3.5 blocks. That's 130 points against the Charlotte Hornets. We all know the Hornets give it more blocks than average against centers. It's just been all season. They've done that. Um, I'm actually, in real life, for the wager pass, taking his over 2.5 blocks at minus 120 odds. That's on DraftKings and also bet MGM. Because I do think he's going to show out here. He's going to ball out here and have a really good game. So I think Walker Kessler. He wasn't in my DFS plays because his price tag's a little. Mm, there's other guys I've got to play, I think. But but I do think that he's still. If you want to play him, I would not would not fault you. Would not fault you at all. He's going to have a good game here against the uh, Charlotte Hornets, obviously. They're suck against the center position. Jason Tatum, over 44.5 points, rebounds, and assists. That's 105 points against Atlanta. These are all plus odds plays, by the way. All three of my. I think plays are full size plays. Um, but yeah, I think Tatum's going to have a really good game. I don't see anyone in Atlanta shutting him down. Uh, they have some decent individual defenders over there. They have John Collins. They have DeAndre Hunter. But collectively, as a group, they've been a really terrible defensive unit. So I'm going to just bank on that and hope he has, you know, 32, 33 points. Which, I'll say 33 points. And then he has to have only, what, 12? Yeah, 12 rebounds and assists. Easy, 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 easy. Uh, I've also got Nikola Vucevic over 19.5 points at 120 points against Houston. What? I don't even know. I mean, like, I, I, I could pull it up on basketball reference how many 20-plus point games Vucevic had this season. It's probably like half his games. And this is Houston we're talking about. And this is a game where the Bulls are pushing for the play-in. Yeah, he's going to have a good game. He's going to go over 20 points, that's for sure. Anyways, that's it for me, guys. That is it. I am Keith Corky. You can find me on Twitter at, at BSBPKeith. Try to make this succinct for you guys. I know it's 10 games. I'm flying solo. And, man, I'm, I'm exhausted. Give me, the, give me the sleep so I can get up tomorrow and enjoy my Saturday. But until next time, yeah, go follow me on Twitter. Also, go wherever you're listening to the show. Give us a like, subscribe. But until next time, guys, go. Get that money.